And we are back. And we just finished watching 1933's The Invisible Man. This is not rated. It says approved, whatever that means. And it's clocks in at one hour and 11 minutes. This was directed by James Whale with writing credits to H.G. Wells, R.C. Sheriff, and Preston Sturges. Uncredited. This is the story of Dr. Jack Griffin, played magnificently by yes. Claude Rains, who does most of the acting with just his voice. Yeah, and it's his first speaking role. Yeah. Prior to this, he was only in a silent movie. Amazing. He was just bananas in this. Bananas. Oh, he's awesome. He just goes full-blown, murderous, homicidal, psychotic. <laughs> and, and it's that, just fantastic. Yeah, just the way he says everything. The oh, power! Just such oh, disdain. <laughs> um, fun fact, I, re- I, I thought I saw her name somewhere, but the woman who plays Flora, Gloria Stewart, is the older woman at the beginning of Titanic. Oh, really? Yes. That old bag of throws the, the, the gem Easy. into the ocean? Easy, yes. <laughs> that, that old bag. How dare you? Those people that were, that was like, I don't, I don't remember much about Titanic, but that was like the whole purpose of them searching for the boat was to get that stupid gem. Right. And she had and it. And she all had it the entire and time and then she just chucks it into the Bill Paxton should have just knocked her block off. Just, well, he didn't know. He didn't know. He, funny if he was like standing behind her when he did it and he's just like, you old bag. <laughs> this story has done, been done so many times, but, uh, I think nothing is as magnificent as Claude Rains. <laughs> yeah, this is this is just fun. I mean, as far as like the old monster movies go, uh, this is like probably one of the better ones. The old uni- the old Universal monster. Like if you watch Dracula now, you're like you get up to that ending and you're just like, what the hell? He gets killed off screen. It's it's, yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. anticlimactic. Although the Invisible Man just recently with Elizabeth Moss was pretty good, but they really lent into the horror in that one. Yeah, and that was way different. That was, you know, it was like it was more like stalker, abuse. boyfriend, yeah. domestic abuse sort yeah. of thing. This is completely different. This is just bat shittery. This is this is yeah. This is the classic mad scientist, uh, science gone amok. <laughs> the thing that makes him invisible also makes him completely Insane. psychotic. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go around the table and get impressions. I'm gonna start with you, Olive June. What did you think of the film? I thought it was okay. Yeah? It was nice and short, right? It was only an hour and, what is it, 11 minutes? 13 minutes. Something like that. Was this uh, good for a black and white movie? I know you have a, a real bias against black and white movies. Um, yeah, I guess it was good. Yeah? yeah. Does it change your opinion about black and white movies at all? Absolutely not. <laughs> she still hates the old stuff. All right, fair enough. The old stuff is boring. And was, 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 boring. This, was this boring? Most of it is. Really? No, like most black and white movies. Oh, but this, she's oh, just, just a just, hater. Just this, just a hater. Olivia likes arguing. Yeah. But just this movie was this movie boring this at all? Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. I th- I thought that it it was like going from the beginning. I mean, he was already invisible when the film began. Yeah, and already crazy. Yeah, yeah. There was, there was maybe about like fifteen minutes where you you think he's just menacing and not crazy, but then that scene where all the cop busts in, he's just like, "Yo, you want to see?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll show them you. A lesson. Yeah, <laughs> he's insane. Indeed. Did you have a favorite scene? There's, I mean, this is almost 
a hundred years when old. When he finally one. dies. That was your favorite scene? All right. Did you have a favorite really? character? Because <laughs> it's funny because like, he turns back and like you can see he turns into kind of like a skeleton. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought about, it was you're a skeleton about when he's second. dying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you meant when he got shot down. No. Did that you? was a bit anticlimactic, actually. Did you have a favorite character, wow. Olive G? I thought you would like d- get... Lo- I thought they'd like die in like a big bloody explosion during like a fantastic fight scene. You know, much uh, like White Heat, that would have been amazing if he'd gone out the like big, with a big bang. With a big bang, yeah. Yeah, I think this is like before that. Well, this is actually way before that. Like, and I'm sure in the more modern takes of the Invisible Man, the the endings are more fantastic. bloody and fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I never saw the one with Kevin Bacon. Oh, that's right. He did one too. So. And I don't really remember the the ending of the Elizabeth Moss one. I heard. I mean, I, I don't think I ever s- actually sat through that whole thing. I saw pieces of it. Yeah, I saw pieces of it too. But I mean, I heard it was I good. S- yeah, from what I saw, it was interesting and tense. Mm-hmm. But I guess I wasn't. A, you know what? I don't. I don't think I was invested because I hadn't caught it from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, we should probably put that on the list too. Gee, what did you think of this film? I thought it was good. Yeah, what'd you like about it? I liked uh, Griffin. I thought he was funny. Yeah. And I didn't like when he got shot down. Oh. You wanted him to continue his murderous rampage? I guess. <laughs> I mean, he killed a whole train load yeah, of people. For no reason Jesus. at all. Yeah. <laughs> he just was like, I just want to kill. Yeah. I don't understand. Why would the train... I think I asked this question. Why did the train have that option? Like, to just go down <laughs> the embankment? Nobody well, knows. Well, no, I think, I, trains, I think what happened is he's, there was a, a train parked on the bridge... And the other train was going to go past it on the other track, and then he switched the track so it went and hit the train that was oh. on the bridge, and that made it fall off the bridge. Like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. So, I thought that there was just like if he switched tracks, the train uh, would just it, drive off. I think it was just hard to see the parked die. train because it was like a. It but was the at train nighttime. that goes down is yeah. the one full of people. Yeah. Yeah. And he killed what? He killed like a hundred people on that thing. Yeah, at least. Yeah. At least. Didn't he kill? Didn't they say like he killed all the country guys that were looking for him? Yeah, he was killing all the people doing the searching for him. <laughs> that poor guy. <laughs> he just throws him off the cliff when the other guy comes. Hey, what's going on? And he gets thrown Throw off too. too. <laughs> Singing and dancing a jig while he does it <laughs> on his murder spree. Yeah. My goodness. And the way he just told Kemp that he was coming for him. Yeah. I love that part. He's like, at 10 o'clock tomorrow, I'm going to kill you. That was great. <laughs> I didn't like him. Imagine, imagine being you didn't someone. You like Kemp? No. Why? He sold him out. I mean, but in his in Kemp's defense, Griffin was, cra- Griffin was crazy. Yeah. But Griffin hadn't killed anybody at that point. Police. That's true. He hadn't. But it's he went on some crazy murder spree by the time 10 o'clock yeah, rolled around. Yeah, by the time 10 o'clock rolled around, he had killed over 100 people. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. also about, like, true honesty. Because Kemp was like, oh, I'll be your partner. And then he calls the cops on him. And he was also trying to muscle in on his girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's true yeah. <laughs> Can't deserve to let die. Let me tell you how I feel about you. <laughs> she's, she's like, like no, she's stop. like distraught over her boyfriend, and he's like, screw him. I, li- I like rat. the scene where he 
Griffin was describing how Kemp would die. <laughs> <laughs> that that's my amazing. favorite. So that's my favorite so too. Happy, like he was like, and then you'll do a somersault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you'll was have, amazing. You'll have a real thrill for a couple of thousand yards, and then you'll hit a rock. <laughs> <laughs> do a somersault. Both your arms will break. His voice is just magnificent. Yeah. It's just so crazed and demented and just fabulous. He, I mean, uh, he has. Uh, he just has a great voice. I yeah. mean, even when, even in like Casablanca, yeah, yeah. when he's delivering all those those Crazy, smarmy lines, smarmy lines, yeah, you know, round up the usual suspects. <laughs> There's gambling in here. <laughs> I'm, gambling. Shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Olive, if you had the power to be invisible, what would you do? Throw Rob a bank. What about you, Jay? What would you do if you had the power of invisibility? I don't know. I don't really need it. Interesting. You don't want to overhear people? I don't care. I mean, no. Gracie's right. You don't really need the power. The power of invisibility sucks. I don't know. I mean, I I'm not saying Especially you have to be naked the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Also, the In fact winter. that that is really, like, I don't like that. So, I don't yeah. Like that. That'd just be, like, even if nobody could see me, I'd be so paranoid that they could that i just never use it. So, yeah. I don't, I just would never use it. Like what if it wears off? You're like, all right, I'm. A, I finally bring up the nerve. I'm gonna go rob that bank, and you just run out to the bank, and as you're like jumping over the counter, it's just like <laughs> nude guy at the bank. Well, he was he was working on this project for five years, mm. so he had perfected it to the point where he couldn't. You never turn know. Back, so he I needed mean, a new one, antidote to turn one, back uh, to visible. One miscalculation in the level of ingredients, and suddenly you're Florida man. All right, no, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Is that well, how Florida you, man? Just look up Florida Man generally. Yeah. He's naked and doing something. Oh, I, I remember actually. <laughs> um, what would you do with the power of invisibility? I don't know. I really don't. Hmm. Looking I, for something I, like I, that, I think time, like the ability to stop time would be better. Better than being invisible? Stopping yeah. time? Hmm, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, like unless I was like criminally minded, being invisible doesn't really help me because uh, yeah, I, I don't really want to, I like, oh, you think, oh, I've robbed a bank. Would I? Is that, I don't want to rob anybody. I don't want to steal people's money. Yeah. I could be the ultimate assassin. I don't want to kill anybody. What else? I could listen to people's conversations. I don't care. Exactly. But you know what? You know what? Knowledge is power. I, I, could be the, I could be the world's greatest private detective. There you go. So I'd be spying on people that deserve to be spied on. All right. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. But I, being nude would be kind of a drag. Real drag. You could be the world's yeah. greatest spy. Yeah, but I'd still be nude the whole time. Yeah, too much protection. Yeah, walking barefoot outside. Yeah, it's gotta suck. Yeah, no. Well, there was that one scene where he's just walking down the lane in trousers, which is yeah. hilarious. He was skipping. He was skipping. That's right. Yeah, that's gotta hurt. And was feet. so yeah. happy. Road back then, roads were just like gravel and sticks. We just saw modern times in the. The gamine in that is yeah, always she's barefoot, barefoot the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, well, most of it. When she becomes like that successful dance hall the bottom dancer, of her feet she must have looked like elephant skin. Or <laughs> I didn't get your impressions. What did you think of the film? I've I love this film. I've loved this since I was a kid. Yeah, especially exactly. for the scene that Olive mentioned where he describes how Kemp's gonna die. how Kemp's gonna die. That to me, that's like the most brilliant thing because he it's his voice that really takes it. And just the description and the way he's like, he's like clearly having fun. Yes. It's not just like, you're going to die, you son of a bitch. He's, 
he's gleeful yeah. in like describing this guy's end to him while he's like, no, please, please, Griffin, I'll be your partner, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, you'll have a real thrill. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I remember reading the book when I was a kid, the, the book from H.G. Wells, and uh, I was good. Well, is it a good, uh, do you remember if it's a, a decent adaptation? No. No. Okay. I don't remember a single thing about the book other than I enjoyed it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Yeah, just go see it. And a thing that you'll probably like be amazed at is, okay, it's the special effects are poor by today's standards. But for 1930, you were kind of amazed that they did this. Because yeah. like, I'm thinking of like, Boris uh, Karloff and Bela Lugosi, like Bela Lugosi's Dracula when he, he turns into a bat. It just looks, it's just clearly just this weird thing on a string bouncing up and down. There's not really much in the way of amazing special effects. They take those like electricity arcing mechanisms and oh, wow, amazing. Not really. This was, he's pulling the bandages off his head. He's, he's moving around. He's lighting a cigarette and having a smoke. <laughs> And it actually looks pretty decent for the time, so that was that that was really impressive. And Claude Rains is his 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 voice work on it was just amazing. You say nineteen thirty three, like it's an accomplishment. Back, I mean, I think back, back then, then yeah, that was <laughs> that somebody really put some thought into from what they were saying. Like Claude Rains was in a completely black room wearing like a black body stocking so you couldn't see him against the background and then they would put his coat on and put the wrap bandages around him and they would film that because that would be the only thing visible. So this way when he took it off, he looked like he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And then they somehow, I guess, did a double exposure or something on the film. I don't know, but... Yeah, well done. It's really well good. done. Yeah. yeah, it still looks good. Uh, so this played on TCM a few weeks ago, I think, and we actually watched it off the TCM app. The app, the host said that uh, I think originally Boris Karloff was supposed to play yeah. the Invisible Man, but I guess he wanted too much money. Contract so. dispute. Budget yeah. cuts. <laughs> the studios trying to... Trying to underpay their their talent. They didn't want to give him the raise they promised him. So he yeah, was. so he was like, "Later for you, suckers." And uh, James Whale, the director, actually was like, "Okay, that's fine," because I actually had this other guy, Claude Rains, in mind. And he, like you said, this was like his first speaking role, and yeah, most of the that, film he was like hinges a, he was stage on, actor, right? Mm -hmm. Most of the film hinges on his voiceover work, actually, or his voice work. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just magnificent from top to bottom. Short film, really well done. According to IMDb trivia, I found this interesting. The first time Claude Rains' daughter ever saw her father in a movie was in the nineteen was in nineteen fifty, when he took her to a showing of The Invisible Man at a small Pennsylvania theater. While the film was playing, Rains was telling his daughter all about how it was made. The other theater patrons stopped watching the movie and instead listened to Rains' anecdotes. It's like uh, the DVD extras. Yeah, even before. <laughs> 1950 DVD extras. <laughs> go watch Claude Rains' movie with him. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved to. I would. It's too bad there isn't like a recording yeah. of that. I bet it's fascinating. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go around the table and get numbers. I'm going to start with you. What do you think? One to ten. I give this an eight. I, I, I too would give it an yeah. eight. Olive G, one to ten. Seven. Seven. Gigi. I think eight's also a good number. 
three eights and one seven. Absolutely do yourself a favor and check out 1933s. This movie is almost a hundred years old. Isn't that yeah. wild? 90. 90 right now. It's 90 right now. That's right. That's right. In 10 more years, it'll be a hundred. So yeah. So 90 year old, <laughs> the invisible man, still entertaining. A lot of fun. Short, an hour yeah. and 11 minutes. I guess rated G. There's nothing objectionable. I mean, aside from all the killing. I mean, it's. <laughs> I would probably say P. So, I would say PG. It's really? so not graphic. For, that for it's the so killing. hard to graphic. believe that he's like actually killing. Like when there's the old man's getting wheeled that are like carried out. I was like, wait, he actually died. Yeah, yeah. Because it was. I just thought that he got. Well, I think because some some parents really object to. Just killing in general, general right, and right. stuff. Even like, the what? sniff of it, the, uh, you know, the, and then the word "kill" or "murder." Remember yeah. when we were a kid? They weren't even allowed to say that on cartoons. Yeah, yeah, that was like crazy. The, they still don't say that in certain cartoons. No, I remember. I'm mean, on Gravity Falls. They, they used the word Falls "murder." Is like an exception. <laughs> <laughs> like I listen to other cartoons, and they just like refuse to say it. And then I hear yeah. Gravity Falls. I remember I heard that in that show, and I was like, "Oh wow, they actually said it." Because yeah. I've just noticed that in like everything else, they don't. So yeah, they were always like, "I'll destroy you," or "I'll end you," or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, with some stupid nobody thing. Nobody says I'm gonna kill I you. I will destroy you and everybody you love. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I'd oh probably I'd probably say it's a PG movie. So according to the parents' guide, there's two instances of sex and nudity. Really? <laughs> what? Griffin implies he intends to use his invisibility to rape women, though it never occurred. It oh, never happened. He does use the word rape, yeah. Alternatively, it is possible that wrecking is what he actually said. Number two, the invisible man is naked throughout many scenes of the movie, but All since right. he's invisible, nothing is shown. <laughs> How is that even a thing? How is that even a thing? That's like saying somewhere somebody is naked right now. (laughs) Parental parental advisory for the entire planet because somebody (laughs) is nude as we speak. My God. So here's another fun fact. Alternate version. When the film was released to home video, Universal Studios replaced a snippet of music heard on the radio when Dr. Kemp is reading a newspaper in his house and the Invisible Man walks enters through a set of French doors. Universal was unable to secure the rights for the original music and replaced it, covering the original sound effects, the sound of the newspaper and the door latch. In the process, the original music and missing sound effects were restored to the 2012 Blu-ray audio. Mm. That's interesting. I mean, even back then, people even, were complaining about rights and yeah, yeah, lawyers are earning their money. I guess this was a flop. The estimated budget on this was three hundred twenty-eight thousand thirty-three for nineteen thirty-three. Three hundred thousand dollar movie. Is that right? Is I that guess possible? that's how it would be a super expensive movie nowadays. The gross worldwide was only twenty-seven thousand one hundred five dollars. So. Not yeah. even half. Hmm. I guess the special effects were would put it over the top because Claude Rains wasn't a big actor by then. <sighs> yeah. All right. I hear yawning, and we're just going to wrap it up then. Absolutely, check out 1933's The Invisible Man with Claude Rains, directed by James Whale. One hour and eleven minutes. We caught this on the TCM app from H.G. Wells. Is it novella? Yeah, it's it was a pretty. A it was a pretty thin book. And that's it from us, and we will bid everyone a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.